2: Well, he did it. Joe Biden made a speech with a whole lot of slurred words and he talked about America. He did it for a little over an hour. It was beautiful. If you're a Democrat, you thought it was amazing. Why? Because you were just hoping he could make it through the speech. He did that. That therefore means it was successful. So what were the failures and odd and weird points? I'm going to go through all of it for you, including the most shocking point of the entire State of the Union the President of the United States of America, Joe Biden, did not mention the Chinese spy balloon that went over the entire United States of America. Not only did he not mention China, but he didn't mention the open border. That was an hour into the speech, but he did propose raising taxes during that first hour three times. What does that mean? It means you know exactly what his priorities actually are. Now he did finally mention China, the biggest country that, that that poses the biggest single threat to the United States of America. And what did he say? He didn't say anything about consequences. He didn't say anything about them spying without consequences. And he didn't say anything about them going over our most sensitive military installations. Instead, Biden said that it's a competition with China. That's it. Just a good old competition. This may be one of the biggest lies of the night, and I'm going to come back to China in the balloon in a moment, but this is another massive failure. He did go off on fentanyl in this country, and he was angry by fentanyl, angry about it coming over the border. He's angry that it's killing so many people. Biden was so full of you-know-what on fentanyl, he's not trying to stop it. I even tweeted out during the State of the Union that he's America's biggest drug dealer. Why do I say that? Because he's the one that single handedly allows the open border and the and and it's done on purpose and it allows the drugs to come into the United States of America. Now, what were the priorities of this speech for the president? Well, he made a couple of things very clear. Number one, he talked about Roe v. Wade and abortions on demand and basically demanded it as a fundamental women's human right. Not kidding. The kids have no rights, but damn it, the women do to kill the babies. He also talked about banning guns, and he talked about banning assault weapons while giving an example of a gun that was a handgun. My point is, there is your slippery slope. They don't just want to ban these scary, black-looking, you know, big guns. No, no, no. They want to ban the handguns, too. He talked about an example of a very brave man that stopped a mass shooting, a man with a semi-automatic handgun. He made that point about five times, then pointed to the guests in the box to talk about it, then called for banning assault weapons. Clearly, he was implying that the handgun use was an assault weapon. So if you want to know what they're really wanting to do, they're now going to ban handguns. He also was obsessed with the economy the way it is now, with inflation the way it is now. He is now obsessed with raising taxes. And there's something else he wants, amnesty for illegals. Now, one of the weirdest parts of the night, and again, I'm going to go back through a lot of these more in depth, but I want you to have the lay of the land and my thoughts on this, was when he accused Republicans of trying to shut down Social Security, Medicare, and Medicaid, saying that they want to get rid of it. That was met with a lot of yelling that you're a liar and that it's not true. Republicans are not trying to get rid of Social Security. They're not trying to get rid of Medicare or Medicaid. And he knows it. And the Republicans got loud. And it got so awkward that the president had to step it back, walk it back, and say, okay, maybe we do agree, right? That, okay, maybe the majority of you are in favor. Uh, of keeping these programs, but there's some of you, some among you, and he said he wasn't going to name names, he's going to be nice, are in favor of getting rid of Social Security. There were then people that said, name them. Someone yelled, name them, or name name who you're talking about, something to that effect. And he said he was going to be nice and polite. So to be clear, he's going to accuse the Republican Party of trying to kill Grandma and then says, I'm going to be polite right after saying that, and saying, I'm not going to actually tell you who wants to get rid of, of Social Security. That was his game plan, apparently, for the entire evening. Now, this was the greatest hits of the Democratic Party, just so you know. Biden also said that we are, quote, going to need oil at least for another 10 years. And all the Republicans started laughing when he said it, because we all know it's going to be a lot longer than 10 years. The idea that the president of the United States of America thinks we're only going to need oil for 10 years is a joke. It is embarrassing. And he said, but we've got to think bigger than that. We've got to move forward from that. We've got to think a lot more focused than that about electric vehicles and alternative and green energy. So let's just think about where we are. What the State of the Union really was, was a call for amnesty for all illegal immigrants, a massive expansion of government, three different tax increases that he called for, and no response to the Chinese spy balloon. Oh, and Dr. Joe Biden also made out with some dude in the in the box upstairs. They were kissing. That was gross. If you saw that, wowzer. Yeah. Now, Joe Biden bragged at the State of the Union about the Chinese spy balloon response after letting it cross the entire country. Again, this was incredibly weird. President Joe Biden told Congress during the State of the Union... That his administration's response to an invading Chinese surveillance balloon proved we will act to protect our country, and we did. That's not true. It's a lie. Biden did not protect the country because the unmanned vessel, went uh, equipped with advanced surveillance technology that China claimed was exclusively for weather purposes, made it across the entire country. Back out into the ocean before we decided to shoot it down. Now, if you were a strong commander in chief, you would have put this issue right at the beginning of the State of the Union because it was top of mind of everybody in the country who watched this fiasco unfold last week. This is why I believe that the president is clearly compromised by the Chinese Communist Party because of the money coming into his family, into the Biden crime family. Remember, this is the big guy talking tonight, right? Ten percent for the big guy. It's disgusting that a Chinese spy balloon just flew over our country for a week. Millions of Americans are watching. Millions and millions of other Americans have TikTok downloaded on their phones. And the president of the United States of America doesn't have a plan to take on the Chinese Communist Party surveillance state. That is the reality. But this is a president who went out there tonight basically saying, I'm running for re-election. His plan, let's get the job done. That's going to be the slogan. Get the job done. Let's finish the job. That was what he was saying in a consistent theme throughout the entire night. And that is why I know he's going to run for re-election. They've already figured out the theme. Let's finish the job. Let's get the job done. Let's finish what we started. That is going to be the theme of the President of the United States of America. But you go back to the priorities of this president. It is to raise taxes... Is for massive government expansion, and it's for open borders. Every city, by the way, in America is a border city because the Biden administration's open border policies. That's a fact. At least 28,000 pounds of deadly fentanyl has crossed the southern border under Biden, and that's coming from the Border Patrol Agency. Last year alone, drug overdose deaths hit a record high, and the president refused to talk about securing our southern border that would clearly help address the crisis and save innocent American lives. But he didn't say that. And the reason why he didn't say that is very clear, because he doesn't care about protecting the American people from fentanyl. He talked about it, and that's the reason why it got a little chirpy then with the Republicans, because they're sitting there going, you're so full of crap. I put it a different way that I can't say on the radio in my tweets last night. What I do know is this is a president of the United States of America that stood there and called for a massive expansion of government spending while we have record debt and high inflation and high interest rates. This is a president that called for abortion on demand. I'm going to say that again, abortion on demand and for amnesty for every illegal immigrant in this country. This is a president That refused to talk about what was happening with our energy in this country and the lack of energy independence. Why did that happen? Because he's owned by special interest. He's also owned by the Chinese and the Russians and Ukraine. How many people can blackmail this
0: dude? At this point, I think we've lost count. When President Joe Biden walked
2: in to give his second State of the Union address, it was obvious that the administration had one thing on their minds. How do we set this speech up to make it clear that Joe Biden's running for president while also going back and playing the hits? And what are the hits? Republicans are racist. Republicans want you to die. Republicans won't protect you from things like COVID. And they want to take away Social Security. We'll also talk about things that we know are a lie because we have to check the box. Some of those things are very clear, like saying, I'm going to fight against fentanyl while I'm the guy that's opened the border. Now, Biden's speech comes as the economic numbers have shown some signs of improving at a macro level. Public polling, however, indicates the average American is, does not feel as though their situation economically is improving. But Biden tried to say things were great. I think that's going to come back to backfire in his face. It's also Biden's first address to a divided government that he's never had to deal with as the president. And so he doesn't really know how to act. And it was pretty clear that he wasn't exactly sure how to deal with not being able to dictate on everything. What I do know is it's very clear that Joe Biden is an individual who has left our border wide open and allows our streets to be flooded with drugs, guns, and meanwhile, 60% of women and children are raped trying to cross. Yes, this is his fault. President Trump, by the way, responded to the State of the Union, releasing a video. As you know, he's already said he's running for president. Here is what Donald Trump said in response.
3: Here's the real State of the Union. Over the past two years, under Biden, millions and millions of illegal aliens from 160 different countries have stormed across our southern border. Drug cartels are now raking in billions of dollars from smuggling poison to kill our people and to kill our children. Savage killers, rapists, and violent criminals are being released from jail. To continue their crime wave and under Biden, the murder rate has reached the highest in the history of our country. Biden and the radical Democrats have wasted trillions of dollars and caused the worst inflation in half a century. Real wages are down 21 months in a row. Gas prices have soared and are now going up much higher than even before. And the typical American family is paying $2,200 in increased energy and food costs each year. Joe Biden's weaponized Justice Department, and I'm a victim of it, is persecuting his political opponents. His administration is waging war on free speech. They're trying to indoctrinate and mutilate our children. He's leading us to the brink of World War III, and on top of all of that, he's the most corrupt president in American history, and it's not even close. But the good news is we are going to reverse every single crisis, calamity and disaster that Joe Biden has created. I am running for president to end the destruction of our country and to complete the unfinished business of making America great again. We will make our country better than ever before. And we will always put America first. Thank you.
2: Former President Donald Trump clearly in campaign mode. Joe Biden clearly in campaign mode. We know now at least two of the people running and it's Joe Biden wanting to finish the job. Let's get it done. Let's finish what we started. And Donald Trump making it clear, uh uh-uh. Pretty much you're going to have to go through me again. Now there's also two different realities from this State of the Union speech. CNN falling all over themselves. To try, to try to, I guess, convince the American people that what they watched and the stumbling and blunders and the slurring of words really didn't happen. Wolf Blitzer, carrying weight for the White House, had this to say on CNN after the speech. Yeah,
4: we're up here on Capitol Hill right now. Uh, Casey Hunt and Caitlin Collins are with me. You know, Caitlin, uh, I've heard uh, President Biden, going back to his 36 years in the U.S. Senate, deliver a lot of speeches over the years. I've covered him for many, many years. I've gotten to know him a bit. Uh, I think this was the best speech I have ever heard him deliver. He was passionate. It was extremely well written. He clearly had practiced it, uh, and he, he, he delivered a powerful message to the American people.
5: It was
2: extremely well-written. Wow, I think it was the best speech I've ever heard him deliver. He was passionate, it was extremely well-written, and he clearly had practiced it. So that's the spin over at CNN. What was the reality of the speech? Fox News' Brett Hume, I think, summed it up perfectly when he said
5: this.
3: Brett, your thoughts on the State of the Union address? You've seen a few of them.
5: I sure have, and I, looking at this one and this man giving it, I think that there are two ways to look at this speech. One is... You know, the speech itself, what it said, the programs announced, the spending uh, promise, the remedies for the bragging about what the accomplishments are and all of that. The other way is looking at this man, this 80-year-old man, the oldest president, I guess, ever, and whether he got through the speech well. And it seemed to me that there was an awful lot of stumbling and slurring and words left out and so on. So the question becomes this. Does someone sitting at home, worried about the future of our country, perhaps, Suffering from inflation and the other maladies, worried about crime, worried about the border. Look at this man delivering this speech tonight and say, "I have confidence to give him four more years." He's the man who has led our nation so well. He's fully in command. Or they look at him and have doubts, doubts that they may already harbor based on Afghanistan and certain other things. I have a, I have my I have considerable doubt as to whether this was a, a confidence-inspiring speech tonight.
2: Here's what I'll say about what they just said there. It was reality compared to government propaganda over at CNN. I think Wolf Blitzer knew before the speech was going to be given that he was going to say that this was the best speech that Joe Biden he'd ever seen from Joe Biden. I have a feeling that's that was his plan all along because there was no downside for him. Right. I mean, This is what you do when you got to carry weight. you got to just go with it and just say, hey, I think this speech was amazing. This was the best damn speech I've ever heard. You're telling me that Joe Biden, who's been in government for, what, 50 years now, that I'm supposed to believe that this was the best speech of his entire career at his age with all of the slurring and stumbling. I'm supposed to believe this now. Well, if you listen to the mainstream media, yeah, you're supposed to believe. I've seen a lot of State of the Unions. I'm Wolf Blitzer here. And I'm going to tell you this was by far the best speech I've ever seen in my entire life from Joe Biden. And I've been watching him for 40 years. Look, I'm not attacking Joe Biden on his age. I am attacking Joe Biden on his cognitive decline. And that matters in an election. It matters at least to Republicans. Now, it may not matter to Democrats, okay? We've seen that. Right, It may not be an issue at all for Democrats. Democrats elected a dead guy. We know that. They also, de- they also elected Fetterman, who tonight looked like he was sitting there, didn't even know where he was. And I'm not trying to be mean, but they, they, the cameras went on Fetterman. This is Fetterman, a guy that still hasn't done a single interview as a United States senator. Fetterman, a guy who has no idea what's happening or going on. He's sitting there and he's like, yep, everything's good. So this is what we're going to be up against. There was really weird stuff happening. First Lady Joe Biden and the second gentleman, Doug Inhofe, kissed ahead of Biden's Say of the Union. This was the weirdest part of the night, and I, I'm just going to talk about it because you've probably all seen it. The first lady and the second gentleman shared a kiss on the lips, eyes closed, just moments before President Joe Biden delivered his 2023 Say of the Union address. That was just Weird. And anyone that thinks it's not weird, you're an idiot. It was weird. But this is where we are with this administration. Up is down, down is up, left is right, right is left. That's
0: what it is.
2: Five, three, five, nine, seven, three, two, five, three, five, nine, seven, three, two. Let's also dive into this China thing a little bit more because it should have been the first thing he talked about. It should have been talking about this incursion. It should have been that America will not stand for this, that America will defend its airspace, airspace and will defend our nation. He didn't go there towards the very end of the speech. Biden did say this about China.
4: Before I came to office, the story was about how the People's Republic of China was increasing its power, and America was failing in the world. Not anymore.
2: Not anymore. Are you kidding me? Before I came to office, China was in check. Let's just be honest about that. Tough on China? That's what Joe Biden says? He's going to be tough on China, right? He's Mr. Tough on China guy. Two weeks ago. Joe Biden pledged a veto legislation to stop U.S. oil reserves from going to China. You don't believe me? Here is the president literally from 14 days ago.
4: And let me be clear. If any of these bills somehow got passed, the House and the Senate, I will veto
2: them. Yes, there's the creepy Joe Biden saying, I will veto them. Very creepy, right? Biden spent decades, decades and decades. I'm not exaggerating when I say that bowing to china he even hoped for their continued expansion his words we have a montage for you of all the different things china he's been saying about china he's been saying this stuff since early 2000s in tv interviews and even before that in fact he even started out by saying china is not our enemy but now he's saying i'm the guy that's tough on china china is not our
4: enemy I believe then, and I'm even more convinced now, that a rising China is an incredibly positive development for not only China, but the United States and the rest of the world. It is in our self-interest that China continue to prosper. China is a great nation, and we should hope for the continued expansion. We want to see China rise. A rising China can be a significant asset for the region and the world. China is going to eat our lunch. Come on, man. They're not bad folks, folks. But guess what? They're not a co- they are they're not, not, they're competition for us. China's not our problem. But we we can, can help them, help them with them. some of their problems. China's not a problem. The idea that China is going to eat our lunch is bizarre. And so, what
2: are we—what are we worried about?
4: We talk about China as our competitor. We should be helping.
2: Do you think, in retrospect, that you were naive about China? No. I mean, that's the truth. Joe Biden spent decades kowtowing to China. Part of it's because he's the big guy. Part of it is because not only is he the big guy, but his family is on the take for billions in loans, that's a fact, from China, and millions and millions in profits from China. Biden's got major problems on China, and he knows it. He's compromised, I believe, by China. Biden also talked about there was a secure border. Kamala Harris has talked about there a secure border. They've been lying to you about that for their entire time in the White House, telling you that everything's going to be OK. Well, here are the facts. The border is not secure. In fact, the border crisis now is the worst it's ever been in our history. million illegal immigrants have crossed the border since Biden took office, including 1.2 million who escaped into the country undetected. But they want you to believe that they've got a secure border down there.
5: We have a secure border... In that, that is a priority for any nation, including ours and our administration.
1: We have taken unprecedented action over the past year and a half to secure our border.
4: And we have a process in place to manage migrants at the border. We're working to make sure it's safe and orderly and humane.
3: The border is closed.
1: We agree that uh, the border
2: is secure.
3: The border is secure. The
2: border is not secure, folks. If it was secure, 5.8 million illegal immigrants who've crossed the border since Biden took office wouldn't have gotten across. You want to know what the real story is of the border? Let's be clear about this. On his first day in office, Biden halted the border wall construction, paused deportation, suspended remain in Mexico policy, proposed amnesty for millions, ordered ICE to limit arrests of deportations. Biden doesn't want the secure border. He wants it open. If you want to know the truth, that is the truth folks about our border. That's the ball game. That's everything here. And this idea that oh the the, the border is secure, no it's not. The border is not secure, it's wide open. You changed everything. And the reason why you changed is because you wanted to make sure that you could give out amnesty to millions of illegals. And that's exactly what he said today. That's exactly what he said today. Biden, by the way, also said we're fighting the deficit. That's also a lie. Biden has increased the deficit by $800 billion. But he started out by telling you, oh, everything's good. So if you want to know why Republicans openly laughed at Biden in the chamber, and of course the liberals were getting really angry over this, saying it was you know, just terrible, terrible the way they were acting. MSNBC about had a heart attack. I was laughing because I couldn't believe how disrespectful the Republicans were. Yeah, dude, I'm glad I wasn't there because I would have been yelling, you lied too. And then there's the other thing. Joe Biden said that we've overcome COVID. Meanwhile, almost all the government restrictions with COVID are still in place. And the president, while saying we've gotten past it, then also said we don't want to give up our power as a government. Joe Biden saying on COVID, well, we still got to monitor dozens of variants and support new vaccines and treatments.
4: Folks, in the midst of the COVID crisis, when schools were closed, And we were shutting down everything. Let's recognize how far we came in the fight against the pandemic itself.
2: I love this. When we were shutting down everything. At least he said that.
4: While the virus is not gone, thanks to the resilience of the American people and the ingenuity of medicine, we've broken the COVID grip on us. COVID deaths are down by 90%. We've saved millions of lives and opened up our country. We opened our country back up. And soon we'll end the public health emergency. But that's called a public health emergency.
2: By, by the way, why not end it now then? That's my question. Because he says, and soon we'll end it. Why not end it right now? If we've overcome the damn thing, then why aren't we doing it right now? Why aren't we overcoming it right now? Anybody want to anybody you know give me that one? I'm just curious here. I'd love to know what it is. Why not overcome it now? Nancy Pelosi, by the way, she's on TV. This just happened. Oh, I love this. I got to play this for you. Nancy Pelosi's having a hard time even talking about fentanyl. Fentanyl is a real problem for her, right? She gushed over Biden, a vision, a person of vision. She said knowledge, strategic thinking to get the job done. He was remarkable for two years, she says. That's the praise over at CNN. Joe
1: Biden is a, a person of vision knowledge, judgment, strategic thinking to get the job done. He
2: was a remarkable two years, a remarkable two years. Remarkable, two, a remarkable two years. What's, what's so remarkable? I don't know. Let's talk about fentanyl. No, let's not.
1: He talked about the um, uh, issues that relate to fent- fent-
5: fentanyl, yeah,
1: fentanyl, but also mental health issues that sort of relate to that.
2: Sort of relate to that. So, in other words, if you accidentally die from a fentanyl overdose, Nancy Pelosi thinks it's because you got a mental health problem. Well, that's encouraging, Nancy. God bless you for that. Thank you for calling everybody that dies from a drug overdose basically totally insane. Right? Isn't that nice? Wow. There you go. That is the State of the Union in this country. Democrats are delusional. The media is carrying water, and it's clear he's running for re-election, and we even got a campaign slogan. Let's finish the job. Let's get it done. Let's finish what we started. One other just side note. Anybody know why Bono was at the State of the Union? I'll leave you with that. You can figure it out. I'll see you back here tomorrow.